friends. Welcome to another Worship Wednesday, and this is our third week of Thankful Thoughts. I'm glad you're here today. I hope you've been turning your heart toward gratitude this month by finding time to listen to songs of praise, keeping track of what you're thankful for, or looking above the circumstances to see the goodness of God all around us. In church a few Sundays ago, we talked about how necessary it is to have a good crew supporting us and surrounding us as we walk through the ups and downs of life. In that Sunday message, Mark told us how his middle school years were influenced by a friend who may or may not have had the best ideas regarding pellet guns and blowing things up. You know, just a typical day in the life of a 7th grade boy. In any case, it was a great reminder of how important it is that we are surrounded by people who are on our side and looking out for our best interest. Even just friends who are willing to point us in the right direction when we get off track, rather than drag us into poor decisions or choices they might be making. I started thinking about my many friends and family members that I would consider part of my good crew, and found myself filled with thankfulness to God. Some of them are fellow hopers, friends and acquaintances that I get to worship with on Sunday mornings, fellowship with at midweek meetings, and begin to foster deeper friendships with by grabbing a coffee together or making lunch plans. Some of them are my own kids and and their spouses, or almost spouses. What a gift from God that he designed family units to love, laugh, disagree, fight, forgive, and be at home with. I am deeply thankful for my husband and these humans that God entrusted to us. For good or bad, I wouldn't trade them. Then I think of some friendships and relationships that have been decades long, and I'm blown away when I connect the dots of how God was working all things for good for the person I am today and the roles he was calling me to through those influences and friendships. I just wanted to share a couple of them if I can. First, I think of when Mark and I were first married, and he took on the role of youth pastor in addition to his full-time job as a mechanical engineer. He was 24, and I was 22. I've told this story before, so long, winding story short, there was a sweet high school girl named Jen Landis in our group who was graduating the year we began. She was a faithful attender, along with her family, who went on to graduate, then into nursing school, and on to marry Ryan Winstall, who you all know as one of our elders. Over the years, we lost contact with Jen and her family, as often happens, but when we started Hope back in 2004, the Lord led Harry and Linda, Jen's mom and dad, to Hope, and not long after, Ryan and Jen began attending and faithfully committed to the church and the ministry. Now here we are over 15 years later, and our youngest son and Jen and Ryan's oldest daughter are engaged to be married in just less than three months. Only God's faithfulness and perfect plans, right? Another longtime friendship and influence for good was my relationship with Carol Baumeister. Many of you know that she passed away after a battle with pancreatic cancer in 2017. I was introduced to Carol and her husband, Bob, in 1991, right after Mark and I got married, and we had the privilege of youth pastoring their three kids as well, just a few years after Jen graduated, actually. I looked up to Carol as a 22-year-old and remember always feeling that she had it together as a believer, a mom, and a wife. She was supportive for so much of my early adult days, and as Mark and I got older, our relationship grew into a deep friendship with both Carol and Bob. We actually started Hope in the living room of their home, and Carol's hospitality was unmatched. She had a way of making everyone feel comfortable and was genuinely interested in what was happening in the lives of those around her. 
I could go on, but one memory that has stuck out, stuck with me for almost 20 years is something she said about our Dustin, the same kid that's about to get married. It literally shifted my perspective on parenting him. At the time, Dustin was about three or four years old and like many toddlers, left a trail of destruction in his path. He was nonstop motion and a definite out-of-the-box thinker and doer. I was in my mid-30s with three other high-energy children, and Dustin felt like the straw that would break this camel's back, if you know what I mean. I remember Carol being so kind and patient with him, and all my kids, actually. And one day, out of the blue, she said, Oh, I just love that Dustin. He is so creative and so unique. I just love how he thinks. I'm telling you, that comment was like a blanket of grace and a sweet but needed word for me. In a couple of sentences, she brought me back to seeing him as a perfect creation, beautifully designed, who was on loan from God. She influenced me toward depending on the Lord for how to raise him to be the man God intended him to be. Again, I could go on about how having her as part of my good crew shaped how I spoke about other people and how I tried to live more generous with my stuff and with my time. I think we'd all agree that having good influences in our lives, a good crew, is absolutely necessary to our mental and spiritual health. I'm also sure that you can think of friendships that are years long as well as ones that may have just begun, that bring you up instead of down, that make you feel like you can exhale and be yourself, that help you know the love of Jesus better because you have those friends in your life. If that's the case, I hope you'll stop today and thank God for those friends, those moms, dads, or other family members that he has given you. Maybe even thank them for what they mean to you and for how they have influenced you toward good. The song I'm sharing today is a little outside of my norm. It's by an artist named Ben Rector. He's a believer who lives in Nashville, but his music isn't under a Christian label. I actually first heard of him from one of my favorite podcasts, and I'm grateful that I did. This song could certainly be referring to an individual, but as I've been listening to it lately, it feels like it describes the relationships we've been given, our church family, our other friendships, you know, our crew. It's called When I'm With You. And I love the first chorus that says, but when I'm with you, I'm no longer wandering. And when I'm with you, I swear I can breathe. And when I'm with you, I know who I am and who I want to be. When we're living by the Spirit, we see God's faithfulness in our lives, in good times and in times that are harder to understand. When we are living in community with the right kind of people, we end up being the kind of people we really want to be. We weren't created to live apart from God or apart from His people. So for those reasons and with that lens as I listen, I have been loving this song, and I hope you do too. Most times I'm pretty normal